Oh boy, separate vocations was a stinker. I need a pick me up. I need something good. Let's hope Shane's got something good for the cold open. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. You stupid monkey. No sports, no rock, no information for mindless chatter. We're your station. Some of my wisest purchases, I would say, in life have been uh, Simpsons shirts. And I have that one with the monkey. It's a big, bright green shirt with the monkey and the typewriter. And it says, it was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. My wife doesn't get it because she doesn't. She's. She, she must have listened to the rap music when she was a kid and it gave her the brain damage because she doesn't find The Simpsons funny. But thank you, Shane. That was just the pick-me-up um, that I needed. Yeah, after last episode, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have we, have we told our listeners about what shirts we ended up getting? I can't remember. Have we, did we do that yet? I No, I think we just mentioned that we got shirts. Yeah, That's right, yes. Yeah. So Shane and I, uh, I, I picked up a couple of Simpsons shirts and I wanted uh, one specifically for Shane. I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, I definitely have to get this one for him. And I got Shane the, it's a big KBBL shirt with the the slogan right underneath the little jingle that we're using as our season three intro, the uh, no rock, no sports, no information, just mindless chatter, where your station, 102.5 KBBL. Very fitting. Do you, did you ever, like, I know you have worked in, in media for quite a while, like sports specifically, but when you were like in school and kind of going through the ropes and stuff like that, or learning the ropes, whatever that phrase is, um, was there any part of you, because you have like a pretty, you have a pretty good radio voice. Like, was there any part of you that wanted to be like Bill and Marty and be on a, not KBBL specifically, but just radio in general that ever interests you? Uh, I never really wanted to be in radio. No, but odd enough, uh, my mother took the course to be in radio. You're, she never worked in radio, though, did she? No, she just uh, got it and then didn't use it. Uh, yeah, she worked mostly in uh, like lawyers' offices throughout her career. But um, yeah, I never had the desire. I think because my sister dated someone in radio and I didn't like him. Ah, <laughs> uh, ruined it, yeah. But I went to the exact same school as that guy. Um, so yeah, afterwards, yeah. of course. But yeah, yeah. Um, I do think radio is cool. I hope it doesn't become all automated and weird, though. I hope we still get DJs. Yeah, we we had that little kind of maybe glimpse into the future with the the DJ three thousand. And the thing is, is I don't think it will ever become um, like fully automated, kind of like that, like a basically just a computer running things. I think it'll be more voice tracked than anything. We might not ever have anything live, is what I'm saying. Like. You, like people sometimes I used to get questions like, oh, what's so-and-so doing there at, you know, 11 o'clock at night and they're working in the morning or didn't they just work earlier today? It's like you guys realize you can record things ahead of time, right? That they're not, nobody's actually sitting there. It's just a computer running the, the pre-tape things. There were, and, but things can go wrong because like one time I went in, I remember on a Saturday morning and there was supposed to be like a Metallica concert unveil on a Friday night. And I come in and we were like, two hours, two and a half hours, something like that behind schedule because the concert didn't actually play. So it kicked in what was supposed to be the end of the concert. And so things can get way messed up. You can't just rely on computers. I definitely um, agree with you about that one. There's there's no person. You have to have a personality on the radio. Well, I guess you don't have to, but I feel like people are so accustomed to having someone. I don't know. You have like the contest where people call in, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like its own ecosystem. And if you only put like, I don't know, you make like a, a playlist of just songs to play and then stick in commercial advertisements. I don't know. 
you, why, nobody's gonna why listen. would anyone right. just you, no, listen to Spotify or something? You're, yeah, you're, exactly. You're totally right. That's why there's still that appeal to that. Like when I'm out driving, driving around and stuff like that, there is still that appeal to just kind of listen in and see what's going on, more to see what they're talking about. My, so I'm trying to record here, and of course, my biggest basset hound is doing tyrant mode. That's when she goes into a mode where she's just destroying things. It happens uh, once or twice a day. She wanted to eat that thing, eh? Yeah. Well, she wanted to eat like this mural thing, but now she's got this, they have this big plastic ball and you can jam treats. There's nothing in it. I don't think there's anything in it. Uh, and she just dropped it down the stairs, which was that loud clunking sound. And now it's stuck behind a painting that's on the ground, I think. Oh, she'll now be upset over that. Yeah. She's yeah. just looking at me sad. So if you hear her start to whine, then that might be why. And we might have to stop um, because of that. So <laughs> there's your there's your dog segue right there because we are doing dog of death um yeah it's a very sad episode yeah sad but like there are a lot of they were still able to make a uh, an episode like Schwarzwelder came right up with this episode because he went um he went through this as a kid he had a dog that just like santa's little helper had a twisted stomach and when it, your dog especially it's it's more prevalent in larger dogs but if a dog has a twisted stomach it's it, very well could mean either expensive surgery that they might not live through, or you may have to put them down depending on the severity of it. So I had, you know, I had a, a big Labrador retriever growing up. And so every time I'd, I'd uh, watch this episode, I'd kind of put myself in, in Bart's shoes or the family's shoes about what you have to do in a situation like this. And it's, it's heavy material, but unlike some of the other heavier things that they've done in the past, there are bits from this in each act that I can remember as being um, pretty funny and bringing some light to a heavy situation. Do you agree? Do you, Cause I know you were kind of looking forward to this one. Yeah. Although it is, a, you know, a sad episode uh, with a happy ending, you know, spoilers. Mm -hmm. um, it's still a good episode. Like uh, there are gags in there, you know, we'll get a dog with an untwistable stomach, um, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it's not like a super, like, honestly, the saddest dog episode cartoon-wise that I've ever watched is the Futurama episode about Fry's dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one gets me every time I play that, play that slow music and, like, he's waiting for him. Anyways, it's not that sad. It's sad, but not that sad. It yeah. has a happy ending, unlike that Futurama episode <laughs> where <laughs> he just waits for him for, like, 20 years and then dies. Like, yeah, great. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I uh, you're right, and spo un well, spoilers, I guess. Unlike Marley and me, the dog doesn't die. The dog does live, obviously, because Santa's little helper is still in the show to this day. Um, it's 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 definitely a good episode, but I don't think it's one of the all time classics like Homer at the Bat or something. Nowhere near as bad as Separate Vocations, which was our lowest rated episode of the season so far. I think this for me is a solid B, and so for me, I'm going to give it a seven point four. Uh, I think it's something that takes a common um, family issue. It doesn't even have to be a dog. It could be a, a different pet of any sort, but just dealing with that um, potential death of a, of a family pet and still is able to make it a funny episode with an interest, kind of an interesting, no pun intended, but an interesting twist at the end. It's a solid B. I'm going to give it a 7.4. What are you going with? Uh, I actually... Pretty, I do really like this episode. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven point eight. Yeah, uh, I think it's got a, unlike a lot of the really great episodes that have 
great pacing, multiple storylines, gags throughout. I think this is one of those episodes where it's a great combination of sadness and also happiness, uh, which you don't get a lot with those episodes. Uh, usually they try to be sad and it just comes off kind of weird where it's like Homer's suicidal, but then, you know, yeah, you know, it's like uh, usually yeah. like the whole episode's sad. This, I feel like, is a good combination of both. So Yeah, that's true. We, we do get a weird kind of mix when so far anyways up to this point of when they try to combine the two i think you're right i think this is the best episode of i guess what you would call the best of both word worlds in in terms of i guess describing um the ups and downs of each each situation so yeah i say it's a b you're going more for a b plus let's see if it creeps into a tory well a territory whatever i'm trying to say i can't focus because i think my dog's trying to eat something else i'm gonna go see what she's trying to eat but the next time you hear us through the magic of editing, we'll be getting right into Dog of Death. Okay, here we go, Dog of Death. My biggest hound wasn't eating any garbage, was just licking styrofoam. But now it appears we are all good. Crisis averted. I saw nothing unusual in the teacher's lounge. Eh, teacher's lounges are quite um, depressing. Like you think, I don't know, some people think growing up, maybe when they're a kid, that it's awesome. But it's literally just like no, a lunch room with a couch. Yeah, I uh, I remember I used to go make photocopies for one of my teachers, and the nearest photocopier was in the, the teachers' lounge, which which was right around the corner. I remember the first time I went in there, I was like, "Oh my god, I get to go in the key." It's exactly the way you described it. Exactly the way you described it. It's just a room, depressing room, shitty old coffee pot, a couch. Um, the two teachers probably had an affair on, and. And uh, like a printer and a whole bunch of supplies and crap. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> Nothing cool. Get the long intro here. We haven't had the, we haven't had the long intro in a couple episodes. No, right? yeah. Family all sits on Homer. That's all right. I think we've seen that one though, haven't we? Something very similar. Something similar. Yeah. They well, stopped Bart doing the the double couch gags after season one, so it's definitely different. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, every, the lottery. I forgot it starts right with this lottery commercial. And and white, or weird Lenny with blonde hair in the background. <laughs> Actual, the winning lottery is one in, well, one in 380. Uh, I think, yeah, Nick, you and I both buy lottery tickets from time to time. Yeah, yeah occasionally. Because yeah. why not? I know there's some people that buy them every week, but... See, the thing is with the jackpot, it's like, okay, so in Canada, it's like when it gets to, uh, what is it? 30? No, sorry, when it gets to 50 million, it doesn't go any higher than that, but then there's a bunch of max million prizes of $1 million. Um, yeah, in Ontario anyways, I don't know what it's Ontario, like. yeah, you're right. Um, and in Canada, we don't get taxed on our, winning, uh, on our winnings. We actually get that money. Uh, we don't like lose almost half of it to the government like in the states or whatever it is in the states what 30% maybe it's more than that um, Where am I going with this? Oh, yeah uh, <laughs> It shouldn't really matter how high the lottery is like let's say the lottery is only at 2 million That's still a lot of money like if you buy a ticket if you spend like 30 bucks and get a bunch of different number lines um, That's still a great investment if you were to win hypothetically, which you probably won't but I'm just saying it shouldn't matter if it's a 50 million or like five. That is true. The, you know what? I have to say it's very subtle, but they do it like with Santa's little helper slow movement and his nose color yeah. changing from black to that kind of grayish white is a subtle little 
good subtle change. But you're right about the lottery. Like your your odds really aren't going to be that much better or worse, regardless of how. The Arguably goes. worse when it's high because more people buy it then. Exactly. Yeah. Barrel. Oh, we actually did read the lottery in grade nine, and yes, it just has nothing to do with winning the lottery. You know, there was one guy, uh, when the lottery first came out, uh, there weren't as many combinations as there are now. I think there were only four or five. And he figured out that there were only a certain amount of combinations. So he got investors to give him money so he could play every combination. And thus he would always win the lottery. And he did this. He traveled place to place before they changed the lottery. And they started adding more numbers to make it impossible for the average person to accumulate enough wealth to buy every combination. Did he Did he win? He won a bunch of times. Yeah, and oh, they had wow. to change the rules. Good for him. Is that that movie with Nicolas Cage and he's weatherman and fixes lottery or something? <laughs> no. Like that, based no off him? Oh, maybe. I don't, I don't think so, no. So what are you going to do with your share of the money, kid? Uh, you should put it in the bank. You should max yeah, out your, like, in Canada, tax-free savings account and your, like, checking account. Like, if you want a substantial amount of money. I wouldn't even put it in your RSP because that's technically... You have to pay tax on that as you, uh... As you... When you retire. You might as well just keep it in your bank. Yeah. I like how Homer's dream is that he's now, like, 12 feet tall somehow. Everyone wants to be tall. Or and now he, and now he's like this is a great shot. This is fantastic. Yeah. Homer's is covered in jewels and rubies and yeah. I'm assuming this is what Elon Musk thinks on a daily basis. That's his vision. Yeah, him and Bezos, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll you fight notice, like yeah. Godzilla and Rodan. Homer didn't envision himself slimmer though. He's the exact same build. It's true, yeah. He really is yeah, he's still a big dude. And this is weird. Like, why is I know you know people who are still rich buy lottery tickets, but Crunchy, why does he, why does he need any more money? Oh, poor Santa's little helper. <laughs> I've got so many tickets I can't lose. The first number is seventeen. <laughs> no, you can still win some money if you have five out of six. Woohoo! And the second number is three. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. I knew he wouldn't win. Well, why didn't you tell the rest of us? <laughs> That's good. If you were 17, we'd be rich. But no, you had to be 10. And the final number is 49. 38. 49. Oh my god. I won. I won. Ah! And this is never mentioned again. Yeah. <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Kent Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? <laughs> there you go. In other news, uh, tragic mix-up today. Is this what they base that Nicolas Cage movie on? It's gotta that. be. It's gotta be. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> oh, I should watch that movie. I do like that line of Grandpa. I just said to Larry's like, yeah, yeah, dog's dead. I wonder if anyone's used that quote, that little snippet, unironically. On social media. Oh, somebody definitely has. You shouldn't say that dog's dead when he's not. It's not fair to toy with people's emotions like that. Nice little meta joke by Lisa there. Well, he's not dead, but he is awfully sick. Oh, sure. The old man's off his rocker. If Grandpa says he's dead, he must be alive. 
I love it. That's that's great, Grandpa. Not that's his first. How's he even going home? Yeah, where's he going? That's great nonsense, Grandpa. Oh, I love this veterinarian. Okay, and now there's there's one there's part of the scene where he tosses the hamster, and they did a good job of kind of making this light. So the dead hamster chucks him in the garbage. If the basketball that's not there, it's not funny. But the fact that he throws the basketball that makes it funny. That's true. Spend my life saving them, and they can't thank me. <laughs> well, the parrots can, but anyway, let's see what's wrong with this little fella. Hamsters only live like three years. Yeah, and they get eaten by your cat. I'm afraid that your dog has a twisted stomach. He needs an operation to correct it, or he'll die. Mm, how much will it cost? Yeah, and a lot of times, the bigger dogs just kind of happens, or like they'll eat something crazy, or it's never an easy decision. It's an they'll, they'll be playing after well, eating, and. I guess we'll have to talk it over. I've heard that you shouldn't give your dog ice. What are we gonna talk over? Mr. Teeny. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I uh I don't think I so. I've never heard that one before. When's the dog going to get his operation? Uh later. First I wanna tell you about the most wonderful place in the world. Doggy heaven. In doggy heaven, there's mountains of bones, and you can't turn around without sniffing another dog. This is a, a tough. Yeah. Is there a doggy hell? Well, of course, there couldn't be a heaven if there weren't a hell. Who's in there? Oh, Hitler's dog and that dog Nixon had. What's his name? One of the lassies in there, too. The mean one. Okay, that's good. I forgot about that part. Hey, wait a minute. Does this have anything to do with Santa's little helper? Yeah, a lot of families have to have this real conversation. Yeah, a lot of people don't have enough money for a $700 emergency. A lot of people live in paycheck to paycheck, especially now. It's tough times. I will say, if you're thinking about getting an animal, I would uh, suggest getting pet insurance. Or just make sure you have enough in case something like this. That Operations too. like this can be very vets. Vet visits can be uh, very, very trouble. That's the line right there. Get a yeah, dog with an untwistable stomach. Oh, that look! They did that look well. They, they did. That this puppy eyes. Is. Yeah. Yeah, there it is again. My hounds do this every like dozens upon dozens of times a day because they're basset hounds. And they always look sad. Then I have to feed them. That's why one's fat. I need to borrow some money. Oh, I like that gag. Please do go on. I know you're a good man. And press the button. <laughs> press the button. <laughs> Honestly, this is pretty decent so far. Yeah, this is pretty good. I thought maybe you. Oh. I forgot that's the first time we well, see Burns' kind of uh, random things that he has under his desk what to get rid of people. Even though he did it last season. Like dogs, Mr. Burns. Nonsense. Dogs are idiots. Think about it, Smithers. If I came into your house and started sniffing at your crotch and slobbering all over your face, what would you say? <laughs> you did it, sir. Exactly. You'd be fit to be tied. Dogs. Hmm. No. What? You are not. Yeah, don't don't perform surgery on your pet. You look so easy, just like carving a turkey. You're just smucking. Maybe you're right, Mark. Yeah. yeah. Hey, oh, Bill Cosby's book was in there. Did you see that? I never noticed yeah. that before. Many a times they just huck stuff in the fire to get rid of it. Love it. This episode reminds me of that uh, uh, Denzel movie where he, uh, his son needs a heart transplant. Oh, uh, 
man on fire? Yeah, that's it. It's really expensive for basically any surgery. You know what I didn't Especially do in this States. episode? I didn't ask you my random what happened on this day. I forgot. Uh, I've been uh, hoping you wouldn't. Yeah, you try to distract me off the back there. Yeah, this, yeah. this one, March 12th, 1992. Yeah, Chub Night. Yeah, I got some Chub. But March 12th, 92, top movie in both the U.S. and Canada. It had just come out a couple of weeks before. It stars a beloved Canadian comedian. Kind of his first big movie. Uh, is the comedian Ryan Reynolds? Uh, no, not Ryan Reynolds. Is it Jim Carrey? It is not Jim Carrey. Is it... Um, we become a family of traveling acrobats. Oh. Who's that heavy set? Is it that? Who's um? Is it that heavy set one? I forget the name. No, it is not Shania Twain. We saved your game, Yeah, there's a basset hound in the in the thing in the background. Look at the there is a basset hound. That's all yeah. ears right there. Uh, I give up. Who is it? Or Mike what? Myers. What's the movie? Oh Wayne's shoot! First oh, Wayne's great movie. movie. Yeah, it was a top movie in North America at the time. Well, US that movie. almost single-handedly brought back Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. I have fond memories of that uh, that song. We used to like jam out to it first year of college. I don't know why, but yeah. Shame is pretty cool. Oh no! Like some people had no idea what the song even was. Yeah. I was being sarcastic, but yes. Oh, okay. Very good. <laughs> when the nice vet saves Sansil Helper's life, and he's all back to normal. Pretty sure he wouldn't be running like that after a twisted stomach surgery, but hey. No, probably be bedridden for like a week at least. Yeah. Yeah, Chub Knight. That's great. Hey, how come he gets mean? We don't. You wouldn't want what he's eating. It's mostly just <laughs> snaps and entrails. Mm. <laughs> no. Yes, I'm back. Kent Brockman is not the kind of man who would leave. A like his subtle, well, subtle but unsubtle. Five hundred thousand dollar a year job. Yeah. Well, he's got all the money in the world. But there's one thing he can't buy. What's that? <laughs> a dinosaur. Of course, I'm not the only one who benefited from last week's big payoff. Our state schools got their share, too. Here, lottery officials present Springfield Elementary with a brand new eraser. One eraser? Oh, I'm used to my government. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Speaking of lotteries, here are the winning numbers for this week's $40,000... <laughs> Jackpot. Uh, oh, that would have been our numbers, yeah. yeah I never play with numbers. I just get the random ones. Here, there's really doesn't make a difference. Yeah, you have there. just as much luck. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to write a report on Copernicus. Come on, booze hounds. You want the twenty-five cents, don't you? Keep saying. I'm out tonight. Come out tonight. Come out tonight. Who's that old rummy? Before his dog got sick, that old rummy used to be my best customer. Poor Homer. Okay, I'll just even this out and. Mr. I know you can't understand me, but you're a lousy dog and I hate you. Not now. Can't you see I'm reading a third-rate biography of Copernicus I found at the bus station? Dog. I love how Bart just has, like, random patches of hair. Why wouldn't you just shave your head at that point? Yeah, you might as well. 
Um, but yeah, you can get like free massages at colleges as well as like haircuts and such. If you're willing to get that kind of quality of work. That is pretty good getting there home or just close the gate. Yeah. And you hear, oh, you mean tonight? Yeah, <laughs> Royal Bank. Reminds me of the same. Reminds me of the Plow King. Similar design. Yeah, it does. Similar, similar design and font. I, I used to love those. Uh, like, I would ask my parents. I don't think my parents really drank it. They had it around the house if, like, somebody wanted it. But I love those bags that they used to come in because I keep my marbles in there. Oh damn! You're that kid with the Crown Royal marble bag. Oh yeah. It's all my the legend fault. himself. Wouldn't that be funny if everyone just showed up as kids with different alcoholic bags for their marbles that they got from their parents? <laughs> it's like our neighborhood's all alcoholics. It's weird that like they put his nose to be that that white color, like he looked like he was sick, but then they didn't never changed it back, so it's still that white gray color. I do that like was probably yeah, that was probably a coloring issue. That was probably just them getting it wrong. So he goes rafting. He fights a bear. Saves a baby out of a cabin built in 1730. Bites his ticks. Packs up the ticks. Chases a cat up a tree. That'd be my small bass and hound Louie. Hates those cats. And hops on the truck. Well, pound. Oh, I never noticed the pound that had a bunch of blood splatter on the side of it. Did you notice that? No, actually, yeah, that's good. Nice animal abuse here in the picture. <laughs> that's, that's a good one, <laughs> fighting Irish pose. Boxing, yeah, that was good. So recycling is our way of giving Mother Earth hey, Flanders had the shoes on, the uh, the assassins. I can't wait to start oh, right, yeah. Like some starving Did anyone ever make a pair of those? Oh, I would assume so, yeah. Well, neighbor, I see you've got your running shoes on. That's a good thing. This little callback there with them. Oh, yeah, the old crap. <laughs> What's wrong with the crippler? What's wrong with crippler? I'll never forget the day he bagged his first hippie. That young man didn't think it was too groovy. <laughs> I'm looking for something in an There's a blue dog in the background. Bloodhound looking thing. Tang of human flesh. Uh -huh. mm, why here's the fellow. Wiry, fast, firm, proud buttocks. What a way to evaluate the dog. Yeah, oh, he's just about to strangle him. <laughs> <laughs> now, as an attack dog, you'll be expected to neutralize intruders. <laughs> Wanna buy some cookies? Wanna buy some cookies? <laughs> if that were a real girl scout, I'd have been bothered by now. I know how you feel. I lost my dog too. He's God, what a mess. <laughs> I love the sad hound noise. Nice clockwork orange reference. Yeah, yeah. Family Guy 100% stole this. They did it like 10 years later with... Uh, 10, 15 years later with Brian. Well, the Simpsons did call them plagiarismo. Yeah, exactly. Nice little shot of Lyndon Johnson holding up his dog by the years. So, historical reference. That was his dish. 
and that was his niece. And that's where he took a whiz on the rug. <laughs> Homer, get a hold of yourself. Even if he has passed on, there's no reason to cry. Remember, doggy heaven? Homer, <laughs> there is no such place. <clears throat> or, to put it another way, there is. I'm not giving up. I don't care if I have to knock on every door in this two-bit town. I'm going to find my dog. <laughs> and I'll be right here watching TV. Puka, puka, puka. Oh, nice soul. Oh, that made him look real angry. I like the poka 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 because it reminds me of tapa tapa tapa. Excellent. Hello, I'm Kent Brockman. Um, excuse me, sir. I lost my dog. Mm hmm And I suppose you want me to buy you a new one, hmm? You know, ever since I won the lottery, everybody wants. I wonder what would happen if you know we we did win the lottery. Like, how many people would? Sorry, Mr. Um, there's actually a couple of interesting documentaries out there. One, most people blow yeah, all of it within yeah. five to ten years. Um, they're not smart with it. Two, yeah, people that you haven't talked to in like over a decade come and like, hey man, like I'm in debt. Can you like give me twenty grand? That's nothing to you or something like that. Yeah. You know, it, it is technically your money, but I would uh, suggest just doing w with it what you want. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most people take care of their family, though. Probably. What was Burns doing for his longevity treatment? He was in, like, a glass coffin wearing, like, knight's armor or something? Yeah, I think that, honestly, that we do have something like that nowadays. It's called a hyperbaric chamber, where you sleep at altitude. Uh, you adjust, like, the air pressure. It's supposed to increase your red blood cells and increase, like, uh, basically your your endurance. But doesn't help with aging that much. Uh. That's why, that's why after Japanese people play golf, they sleep in a tube. Helps with kind of re resurging the body, I guess. Sure, yeah. A lot of people do ice plunges and stuff, yeah. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Nope. Cats are... Yeah, it is, right? Like, I understand no dogs were harmed in the film. Yes. That's um, a cat got... Second somebody shot a duck, but that's it. That's a good line, yeah. That's <laughs> a good line. Yeah. I totally forgot about that little uh, fake disclaimer thing there. Um, that was good. Um, there were a lot of little moments that lightened up the story as it went along. Like I said, even the part with the hamster and chucking it when, when the vet chucks it into the, the garbage and how there's the basketball hoop there. Little subtleties um, definitely helped this episode out uh and it gets a sweet ending too when you know he just santa's little helper all he needs to hear is those three magic words of i love you and he remembers bart after uh almost attacking him and surely killing him um but yeah there were, i think it was the the good stuff uh the the, the little jokes the subtleties of this even even the ending there the whole no dogs were harmed in the making of the film and the and the whole thing with the cat and the duck good stuff yeah um, yeah good I'm stuff gonna, yeah, I'm going to boost my rating a bit from a B to a B plus. I'm going to come up to where you started, a 7.8. It, it wasn't quite an A episode, but it was still pretty solid overall in the way it dealt with a pretty, or what can be a pretty traumatic thing for a lot of a lot of families, right? So uh, kudos to them for taking on that challenge and then turning into something that was at least enjoyable to watch. Way better than the trash that was separate vocations. And, oh, you know, wow, yeah. Yeah, I, that, that really, yeah. That, that episode, I had a sour taste in my mouth after that one, so it's good to kind of uh, watch something 
Um, it, it shouldn't be. It should be the other way around. Cause this is a, it's it's not a, an easy episode to deal with. Yet it was more pleasurable to watch by far. So yeah, seven point eight. I think it's a B plus. Are you going up from your seven point eight? Uh, no, I'm gonna stick. I think it's. Uh, I think I my gut feeling was right. This is like this is a B plus episode. It's a good episode. Uh, I wouldn't mind watching it again, like down the line. Like it's a good episode. Um, a lot of good gags in there. Um, favorite gag would probably have to be. Hmm, there's actually a couple I'm thinking of right now. I'm just trying to choose which one. Yeah, there uh, were there were a couple of good little ones, right? Like there wasn't yeah. a big home run or anything, but all throughout the episode, there was pretty good consistency that would give you a chuckle. I like Principal Skinner's nom thing. Where he Skin, gets the eraser, the one eraser. He's like, oh, I, I commanded a man or whatever. I, I served a nom. And he gets close to the camera and they cut him off live on TV. That was a good one. <laughs> had a good that, chuckle on that. That was pretty good. And that's kind of the whole start or at least one of the very early references of Skinner having been uh, a soldier in nom and how that's kind of messed with his head. Uh, so, yeah, not too bad. I, I like that one there. I, I Toward the end of the episode, I was racking my brain. I was like, okay, what one was... Good to me. I really did like when Homer was explaining uh, doggy heaven and then he, then he had explained doggy hell. And he's like, oh, yeah, Hitler's dog was in there. And uh, uh, one of them lassies that mauled at me like I, that is that is pretty good. I, I I got a good kick out of that one just because it's like I I imagine you, know, you, you imagine lassie, right? Like the 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 most behaved, smartest collie in the world but then there's just the one who's in hell because it was evil and mauled the kid and they had to get a replacement kid so i'm surprised is, you didn't uh, say cujo yeah that's right i guess so right? maybe yeah. they couldn't maybe like legally they mm, couldn't sure or something yeah they uh they, they couldn't go that route so they had to go with like actual well then again they went with lassie lassie's not a real dog so yeah maybe uh maybe they just completely forgot about one but that actually would have made a heck of a lot of sense yeah, so solid, uh, solid overall. But what's even more solid than uh, this episode in general is when Shane goes through the almighty plug time. Hit her, hit him, hit away with those plugs. Uh, hit away, and please follow us on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EBE. That's when you can, you know, see all the cool stuff Nick posts there. Uh, maybe see our own dog pictures, uh, Nick and mine's uh, dogs. Maybe we'll post pictures of those. So you can go check them out. Who doesn't like dogs? Um, yeah, and then you can follow and rate us, please, on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, Spotify, I think most of you are listening to us on Spotify. There is actually a follow and a rating function on Spotify, so if you could go ahead and do those both those things, it'll help out quite a bit. And, uh, you know, if you want to go the extra mile, you can buy us a coffee or, you know, throw a couple bucks, basically. There's a link under the description of this episode called Buy Me a Coffee, and, you know, you can give whatever you want to Nick and I straight away, and That'll help support the show. And uh, Nick and I will uh, will buy dog treats for our dogs. Yeah, or we'll put it away in case. Mine, eat, mine are always into stuff, especially the big ones. So maybe I'll have to put put it towards the, the fund when she eats, I don't know, a telephone or something like that. And we have to have surgery because I'm sure she will eat something. Actually, you know what? She better not because it could, it does cost a heck of a lot of money. So no, we'll put it, we'll put it for good dog treats to keep yeah. distracted from eating the telephone. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Great episode here. Uh, pretty good one. We're, we're in for, uh, another really good one. Definitely an a episode from what I remember in Colonel Homer and, uh, Homer kind of taking on the whole life of, of Colonel Parker, Elvis's manager and his whole storyline with Lurleen. Uh, always good stuff when Lurleen is in there, especially when her reoccurring parts come in the future, but I'm getting ahead of myself and I'm rambling. So here's my challenge 
um, for you, Shane. I want you to uh, find a nice little clip of something with dogs in it, but it can't be like a song or a, anything that comes to your mind, but it can't be Who Let the Dogs Out. can't be the Baja Men song. It has to be uh, whatever else comes to your mind future sure. thing with a dog. So let's see what Shane comes up with for this one. We'll catch you for Colonel Homer. Thanks for listening as always. We'll see you later. The dog's name is Snoopy. That's a pretty good name. We'll keep it. While you were talking to the man, I was looking through their records. Someone else bought this dog, but then returned him. You got a used dog, Charlie Brown. Well, you're my dog now, Snoopy. I'll show you to your new home.